Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. To improve your reception of our signal on the long wave band, you could simply try lifting your radio set and turning it around a little bit to either the left or the right. Regular broadcasts will begin soon. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. V.I.G. Ah! If you agree with me, go to Joe 30330 and help me in this fight. You have to grow up. You have to, you have to act your age. Okay? You have to get it together. Is it Heimer? Oh my God! They killed Kimmy! You bastard! You guys eat nuts? God. Why now? Why? why? I don't know. I, I don't just... care, but why? And now. We'll be right back with more of two white guys telling it like it is. Right after this. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Monday morning, the 7th of September. Isn't it the ninth? Yeah, though? sure is. I thought it was more. It was closer to the ninth. I thought it was the take, seventh. Take, just a few days ago. Take your pick. What's time? <laughs> take mean, your pick. Seventh, ninth, whatever you feel like. Whatever. You nailed it, Kevin. Okay, hold on. Let's change that. <laughs> yeah, if you want to change it just to the ninth, change just, that. Because so it is ninth is what we're yeah, going with. Yeah, okay. it is ninth. indeed. The well ninth. said, Kevin. Okay. That is uh, that is a start that is befitting of this show, especially <clears throat> today. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Monday, the 9th of September. Goddamn Kevin. (laughs) How is everybody? Great. Good. We are good. Who did fun things over the weekend? Um, I saw it. So did I. Oh. How's it? It was... Long? Very long. It was long, sure. Very long. Two hours and 49 minutes. It was nothing but Brad Pitt driving. Am I right? That No, No, that is. That's that's the movie you thought was too long. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was it uh, worth it to be that long? It was good. Could it have been better, shorter? It could have been better, shorter. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. Everything could be better, shorter. We know this. Am I the only one who thought the ending was stupid? Very much so. I'm the only one? No, no, no. I thought it was, oh, you did too. I thought it was so dumb. Uh, and I, uh, we can get into it off the air because I already wrote the perfect ending <laughs> as I sat there angry. Yes. Absolutely. 100%. What? 100%. I think you need to start a petition online to get them to remake the movie. Get them to reshoot it? Yes. Get them to reshoot it. I will say this about the movie. I love seeing the interspersing of the... It chapter one mm-hmm. kids with them grown up twenty seven years. They later. did that really well. I thought that was wonderful. I thought Bill Hader was great. I thought everybody was great. You know, I was trying- could have tightened it up and changed the ending, <laughs> maybe a little bit in the middle. Too. Did you guys dig Pennywise's son? That was a cool part. I'm just what? trying to. I didn't see. I don't. Oh, oh you're, you're just trying to, to fit play? in. Yeah, no. trying to fit in. 
when um, Pennywise Pennywise's son, you're talking about the scene, Jensen, where they put him in at the end of the big game and he hadn't played all season long and he went in just uh-huh. as kind of a pity thing and he ended up winning Scoring. the game with a big touchdown. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then he's on their shoulders and they're like, little uh, Pennywise, Rudy. little Pennywise. of Rudy, who was offsides. Oh. Anyway, um, but that's a whole other topic. Ali, I was trying to think, it's very rare that you go to the movies and yeah. it was Bill Hader the draw because of your intense love for him? Um, Bill Hader was a huge draw. Um, it was my friend Jenna's birthday and mm-hmm. she's, this was her. She's down with the clown? She's like, I get, wow, wow. <laughs> Already? I, I didn't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> whoop, whoop. She literally was like, I don't know, I could like have a piece of cake and some coffee and see a movie. I'm like, 10.30 work? Perfect. 10.30 a.m. on a Sunday. <laughs> Must have been crowded. <laughs> I actually put video up. It was just her Oh, my I. God. Yeah. <laughs> Horror movie at 10.30 in the morning. And then I was getting scared because there were so many places for clowns to hide. Oh, that's a good point. They could be behind any of those seats. They could be anywhere. Yeah. You're lucky you got out of there alive. Thank you. Wow. All right. How about you, Bean? Anything fun? No, nothing. Okay. Kevin? I went to USC football game. Oh. That was fun. That is fun. Saturday night. You found mac and cheese? I saw that (laughs) online. I did find mac and cheese. Excellent. I was like, oh. I was going to say, like, does an alarm go off or do you have an app on your phone where it just shows you the nearest mac and cheese? Oh, no, it's a sense. It's a sense. Uh Okay. I can tell, like, going in, if I go to the right, there's no mac and cheese, but if I go to the left. Okay. I was was with Allie. I thought it was like a a Wi-Fi finder app, you know, except you have one for mac and cheese. Don't be ridiculous. You can just automatically find it. He has a small tingle. Yes. Tells him where to go. And Jensen, you just said baby, uh, boring baby stuff? Baby, yeah, baby duty. And then I was also nursing a cold that oh. I've now defeated. Check you out. Mm-hmm. You. Now, have you Hero. defeated it or do you just believe you've defeated it? No, I think I've need... done I've really? done the work. Oh. Yeah, I've done the work. They're still, you know, <laughs> it's still hanging out like I'm here. Yeah. Like just in the way back. Right. Uh, but I've gotten most of it and it's no longer with me. All right. Okay. That's pretty cool. cool. Thank yeah, you. behind a locked door. I like that. Thank you. Well, real quick, I just want to I want to hit this before we get on to today's uh, excellent uh, new sh- uh, Kevin Bean show. When I was because it is the seventh of September, that's always a big day. Yeah, yeah. It's the ninth. When I was a kid, I was really into the Guinness Book of World Records. I used to. I mean, that, I used to. That I used fits. To, that works. Yeah, that works. Check out for me. What a surprise! <laughs> was that you too, Jensen? Yeah, I loved it. Every, I used to buy the new book when every it came year. Out every year, every yeah. year. That and the Leonard Maltin movie book. Those were like the two things I was like, <laughs> "Wow, when do those come in?" I'd like ask the Crown Books near my house. <laughs> Kevin, were you Dork uh, Brothers? Were you outside like I was playing with humans? <laughs> Yeah, so a lot of people this weekend, yeah. Look, books were all we had, okay? Yeah. So uh, this week, the Guinness Book of World Records 2020 is out. Yes. And there are some new records that I think are worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. Okay. For instance, uh, a 112-pound woman, Michelle Lesko, is now in the book for downing three and a half jars of mayonnaise in just three minutes. Oh, that's Hi. so gross. Michelle. Super hot. Wait, oh. I mean weird. That was weird. Weird, she not hot. Ate, you did she, say hot. She <laughs> ate over five pounds of oh, mayonnaise. Me like she, by the way, is uh, a competitive eater, as you can imagine. She's ranked 10th in the world in Major League eating. It would be a better eating. story if she wasn't. She just <laughs> like, come She's on, bring it on. I'm still <laughs> hungry. She also She's actually the, an accountant. She actually holds the, also holds the world record for fastest time to eat a bowl of pasta, 26.69 seconds. All right. Which is fast. But five pounds of mayonnaise. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. The uh, most candles extinguished by nunchucks in one minute. Oh, okay, I'm listening. Well, now this I had this com- record. I didn't know it was yeah. broken. I didn't. This is such a competitive field, so I'd yeah. love to hear where yeah. it ended up. 
You whack the tip of the candles with nunchucks. Uh, his name is uh, Z Desheng. He is from China. How many in one minute do you suppose he was able to, to snuff out? Uh, wow. 84. 54. Right. 54? 120. Uh, Jensen, great guess. Oh. Uh, 52. Ooh. Oh, 52. Fun. That's because I've done 51. So right. I figured he's so got to be 51. Yeah. The greatest variety of cheese on a pizza. Now, one might argue there is no amount of cheese on a pizza that could be too much, except if you're Allie mm-hmm. and and you're going to poop. But this uh, this pizza has 154 varieties of cheese on it. That's a record for knowing there's what? that many cheeses. Yes, there's a lot of yeah. cheeses. And um, I can't imagine there's much of any individual cheese, right? Yeah, it's just like a little like dot. Yeah, I would think so, What's too. What's the point of that? Yeah. Uh, don't know. Two more. Uh, <coughs> Nilanshi Patel holds the record for the world's longest hair on a teenager. Oh, on his head or it was somewhere else? <laughs> this is on her hair. <laughs> what the hell? Are you going to see Jensen's face go from excitement to total disgust? <laughs> she is uh, 16 years old. She's oh, from. Finish it, please. She's from Gujarat, India. She had a bad haircut okay. at age six and vowed to never cut her hair again, and she hasn't. Her hair is now five feet seven inches long. What? Wow. How do you is, live like that? Which is taller than she is. It takes about an hour and a half to dry and comb her hair That's every day. That's two chips. That's right, yes. Wow. And finally, and this is a record that I used to hold, this is the most consecutive pinky pull-ups you're doing a pull-up with your pinky. No way. This is Tazio Gavioli. Is the record one? This is Tazio Gavioli of Cavezzo, Italy. He did it 36 times. How big are his pinkies? The the bigger question is how did he lift his body weight with his pinkies? Right. Do we know his body weight? It doesn't say Eight ounces. here. <laughs> He's a tiny man. He's a baby. <laughs> It's, it, he looks He's like a, a full-size human. <laughs> he, um, Four weeks old. <laughs> he said exciting. that uh, he took up the thankless task to show solidarity for his cat that lost its paw in an accident. This story well, I'm has sure that everything. I'm sure that meant a lot to the cat. Yeah, I the can't cat. believe we found something crazier than the pinky pull-up in this story. <laughs> yes, exactly. By the way, um, so he did it 36 times. In case you're wondering, 68 times is the record for the most pull-ups in one minute. And he did with a pinky I don't know how you 36 do one. times. A pull-up, like on a bar. Yes, that's right, where you lift your uh, your head above the bar, yes. Come on, with your pinky? With your pinky, with, pink, yeah. with your pinky on each hand or just that's one? That's right, Good. Okay. one no. hand. No. Well, that's a uh, whole both. different record okay. for Charlie, my uh, I can, emu I, that lost its foot. <laughs> I, can send you this, I can send you this video if you'd like to see it. I would. Spank bank stuff? Is that for you, Allie? (laughs) Yeah, I'd like to see it. So anyway, congratulations to all of the new world record holders in the Guinness Book of World Records. And Jensen and I will be seeing it in print later this week. You'll almost be very proud. Truly awesome. My whole childhood, I used to see this one photo from the Guinness Book in my head for a whole year. But do you remember the woman with the long nails? Yes. Yeah, sure. There was yes. either um, a <sighs> black woman or an Indian man. Those were the two that had the longest nails. Yeah. I was so into them. It was like embedded <laughs> in my brain. I'd fall asleep and they'd, it would be like, nail people back. Yes. It would be like in my, my nightmares. Excellent work. Wow, that's unbelievable. Uh, let's talk about today's Kevin Abicho, show, shall we? The worst thing to ever happen, period, full stop, hashtag, uh, barf. Huh. <laughs> you are, Bean says, you are not afraid of clowns. That is correct. You're just okay. not. 
Kevin is not afraid of spiders, mm-hmm. and you are not afraid of clowns. <laughs> no, I believe people are afraid of spiders. I question whether people are totally be- afraid of clowns or they just think they are because people told them to be. I think they, maybe that's how it started, but I think they're terrified of clowns. Because really? they've yes. been taught. Uh, maybe. Oh. Well, yeah. Maybe that's true. I don't know. Um, we have, would you like to take that back today? Oh, all right. Eating something? Yeah, I'm like, are we in a movie theater at a very specific point where I don't want to hear your rapper? I'm having a halls. (laughs) (laughs) Do you not hear it in your headphones? No. (laughs) What's happening? He also, when he opens his uh, can of his bottle of water, you can always hear. Yes, I don't hear anything. That's good news. That's good to hear. What? And uh, ranch dressing. What's up? All right, so we'll take a break. We're not doing this again. We'll take a break. Now with condiments. We will come back with what's happening next. (laughs) It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Hey, uh, Allie. Hey, Bean. What's happening on this Monday? Well, we've got a little box office. Uh, earning $91 million domestically, $185 million worldwide. It Chapter 2 topped the box office. Now, is that what they were hoping for, or is that a little well, low? Well, it's, it's not as much as they made last year, last year, or a few years ago. 2017, was it? For it? Yeah, it was $123 million domestically. <laughs> so, 91 is 23. Gosh, like, I love movies. Like thirty. Two million bucks? It's, it's off by thirty. Yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah, it's unusual that the sequel to a to a huge smash hit doesn't open bigger. It is. Uh, it is kind of unusual, and it, it didn't do as well with critics. They were a little less enamored of the sequel. It had a sixty five percent fresh average critic rating over at Rotten Tomatoes versus an eighty six percent fresh. For it, the original. Even which, with the kids scoring the winning touchdown, there was a, there was no kid scoring mm. a touchdown. Uh, that you're just trying to be in the conversation. But at the oh, end, but at the it. end, I do you know. Two no, over I'm there, telling Buster, you, I do know your halls. I'm letting you know. I uh-huh. do know at the end that Pennywise, his father, does come back to play catch with him in this field <laughs> in this weird that, field that they built. Right? Mm. Okay. That is how it ends. Honestly, might have been not, a better ending. Not the same. <laughs> if we're being completely Agreed. honest. Because, good Lord. <laughs> just saying. I literally was sitting there, like, honestly. Right. This is a. Yeah, yeah. can't. Yeah. And. We don't want to give anything away, but. I even thought, Oof. oh, this is a callback to. Because bad endings are kind of the. It's the running joke in the The running thing. joke in the. It, but it, they'll turn it around. But it's already three hours. How yeah. much longer am I sitting here? Yeah. Woo! Well, it all happened in a snow globe. Right? That's the ending. I think that's. Uh, is that Saint mm. Elsewhere? It is. <laughs> Thank you. Ow. Thank you for getting that. What an incredible <laughs> reference and even a better <laughs> recognition by the Alan. Only reason, no, the only reason I know it was in a snow globe because we talked about the dumbest endings ever on television. Mm-hmm. And Bean brought that up and I'm like, there's no way it all took place in a snow globe. <laughs> and I remember thinking that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So I appreciate the callback. That's why I'm so surprised they used it again for it. It, yeah. it, it was weird because he woke up from his dream, and it was it was just, just him all and his wife. Dream. Him yeah. and his wife, and you're Sitting like, but bed. that's not even the same wife from Penny the show. Pennywise's wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Penny. Wait, they, they were dead the whole time. They, they were, were just, dead. Yeah. They just hung out in that church, and that's they were lost. in some sort of purgatory. That's a TV show or? lost. That's not. All right, they're at a diner, and Journey uh-huh. no, is playing. Come, Come on, man. Come on, I'm very confused as to what you guys saw then. 
We saw It, Chapter 2. Jessica Chastain, James McAvoy, Bill Hader, all wonderful. You're all great, yeah. All wonderful. The ending. <laughs> I feel like the ending could have... With the... <sighs> Angel Has Fallen fell to number two in its third outing, followed up by Good Boys coming in at number three in its fourth weekend. Not bad. Disney's The Lion King still holding strong. Coming in number four in the top five. And finally, rounding it all out, Overcomer. Uh, what? Huh? what? Anyone? Uh, nope. Someone ding it, though. What? Ooh, is it? It's got to be God, right? I would think. I would think. Um, I will say this. At uh, It Chapter 2, the previews. Mm-hmm. So they start this preview, and you're looking at Ewan McGregor, who I'm in already. Right. But then you see him looking in a mirror and you see written backwards, you see red rum. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, he's Danny. <laughs> <gasps> you guys, Dr. Sleep. Mm-hmm. Dr. Sleep, you guys. Yep. Very excited about that. I am so pumped. More importantly, Overcomer uh-huh. is about a high school basketball coach who volunteers to coach a troubled teen in long distance running. Oh, that sounds but it's good. It's religious. So, yeah, it's Jesus. It's got to be okay. Yeah. yeah. These are the stars. Sherry Rigby, Alex Kendrick, Aaron Wright Thompson, and Cameron Arnett. So the big stars are in this wow. one. Okay. They got everybody. Yeah, they got everyone. I mean, top five, you guys. Yeah. With 3.8 million, which means who? What? Were, what nope. Wow. No one went to the movies this weekend. Apparently. They're acting, but Jesus is the star. <laughs> wow. All right. I wonder if, this may be a dumb question, but I wonder if historically the weekend the NFL begins is a little lower. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Weekends because people stay home to watch their their football. Mm-hmm. And it tends to be the first weekend that kids are back in school. They're back in that kind of school zone the first weekend. Mm-hmm. What? They went back to school this past week. So okay. then this weekend, they're like, oh, no, I'm not going anywhere, Mom. I got to study? I got go to I I go to school zone what on am Monday. I, doing? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, ah, I don't know what I'm trying back to say. To school zone. Bean, I think you're right. It's uh, football. Okay, all right, everybody shape up because it's just now 6 o'clock, so now we can be heard. Good God, what just happened? (laughs) Some birthdays for you. Eric Stone Street, yay! Constance Marie, Hugh Grant, Michelle Williams, Michael Buble, and Adam Sandler. I'm eventually trying to one day tell the truth. I don't know if I'm ever going to get there, but I'm slowly letting pieces of myself out there, and then maybe by the time I'm 85, I'll look back and say, all right, that about summed it up. That's what Adam Sandler's known for, is telling the truth. Wait, what? Why? Of all Adam Sandler clips, it's one like where he's talking to his therapist? <laughs> yes. What is that? There's some lovely piano music. What is that even written in as on your uh, machine? How'd you label it? Adam Sandler uh, uh, emotional? Clip, clip you'll a- never play? Adam Sandler on the truth. That was <laughs> right. from, that was from uh, the, uh, the Oscars one year. All right. Well, let's not play that again. <laughs> and that's what's happening. <laughs> It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This uh, article came out of uh, Yahoo, and I've never seen Beer Mug take a victory lap like he did when we discussed this article at our meeting recently. According to... And if he's taking a victory lap, you know something's wrong. Come on. (laughs) According to the Clorox company, who, by the way, own... Hidden Valley Ranch. That dressing. Clorox? Ooh. Yes. Really? I don't know if people wanted to know that. Well, I'm yes. just nervous there's going to be a mix-up at the yeah. headquarters yeah. one day. Good luck not thinking of bleach every time you eat ranch <laughs> dressing now. They assert on Yahoo.com that ranch dressing is no longer just a dressing, but a full-fledged condiment supplanting other options. They claim that 
90% of ranch dressing use now takes place somewhere outside of the salad bowl. Nope. Ranch is now replacing blue cheese on buffalo wings. Well, blue cheese oh, that's blows. the right decision. Yeah. yeah, that's the right decision. Pushing ketchup off of plates for French fries. Mm, I've seen. I it. like both. Yeah, and finding a role as a dipping sauce for things like popcorn and even pizza. Popcorn. Popcorn's weird. Yeah, that is strange. That is but, weird. But pizza, it's been absolutely it's pizza been a, forever. It's been yes. a soldier for and, a long time. Uh, let's let's just talk about some healthy options. People are dipping broccoli and celery yeah. and carrots mm-hmm. in. In ranch. It sounds like none of you are disagreeing with the company saying that ranch is on the come. What? Gross. Hey, now. An expression. Ranch is a rising rising iconic flavor in food and culture today, says Jackie Klein, who heads up the brand studio in charge of Hidden Valley's marketing efforts. It's found its way into more than half of restaurant menus and 75% of homes in the United States. It is completely embedded in our culture. Huh. At least it's healthy. So you got that going for you. <laughs> so which is nice. what's the con- there's no controversy here that it sounds like you guys are all signing off on it. At I don't bottom of this well, article, okay. at the bottom of this article it says at some point in the distant future we will remember 2019 as the year that ranch took over ketchup's crown to become king I of the see. condiments. Oh, now I have a problem. King so of the condiments. Slow your roll, bleach yeah, no. company. But yeah. these numbers, yeah. though, are suggesting that that's already happening. Plus, it, none of us really <clears throat> argued with much of that. No, it's mostly right, but it is not the condiment no. of all condiments. It's you can't the just, king You can't just condiments. walk in one day and say, I'm the king. The king is the ketchup. And if we anything, anything, ranch is, is accompanying ketchup. Because... I tell you. Yeah, both are good. When I use ranch, mm-hmm. I also use ketchup at the same damn time. That's, well, that's my man why right they combine the ketchup and ranch. <laughs> that's oh, my man. So good. Yeah. I have never heard of that, and I think I just threw up a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, ketchup and ranch together. So oh, yeah. good. I mean, it's pretty tasty. So good. Like, like on lie. the same french fry? Yeah. On the same fry. Huh. But I think as long as you're putting ketchup on a hamburger. People are putting ranch on a, on a hamburger. Dog. People are putting ranch on a hot no dog. No one's putting no, ranch on a hot dog. They are. everything. No one's Not putting ranch dog. on a hot dog. Kevin, you take it back. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> All right. You yeah. take it back. <laughs> we, we've come to a middle ground. <laughs> there, over. There are uh, ranch uh, dressing-centric cookbooks now. Come on. Uh, which there aren't for ketchup, apparently. Heinz has tried to trick people into buying more ketchup by fusing it with ranch. There is now ranch-flavored ketchup that you can buy. Now, my wife is a a ranch head, Mm -hmm. and she understands, like, you don't have to pick a side in this. She understands ketchup has a strong usage. There's a place for all of us Mm -hmm. in this world. Okay, but if you have to rank, though, is the premise of the article correct, as Kevin pointed out? Will ranch overtake ketchup no. as America's number one condiment? It never can because it truly has its origins at salad dressing. It's it, What it, difference does that make? Yeah, but 70%, it says there's 70% of ranch use is not on a salad. That, to me, says that ranch has exploded. Guys, no. have you ever dipped a jack-in-the-box taco in their ranch? It's heavy. Very specific. In your wow. mouth. No, I haven't. Heaven <laughs> in your yet. mouth. Okay. Uh, Mugs okay. just got so much drool on the microphone. <laughs> yeah. uh, Real punt. I, I get it, but I just, I, I don't understand why people would think that it could walk in and just become king. It, it can't walk in, thing. man. It's been laying the groundwork for years. Uh, no, this article is basically Ranch saying, I'm king now. You can't just say you're king and all of a sudden you're king. That's not how life works. Correct. What do they have there to do? Are, they have to take down ketchup? Like radio stations that are like, ah, oh, we're number one in. Uh, 
this tiniest little city here. Blah, we're number one. Nope. News organizations will say we're number one. And then on the bottom, it's like with Hispanics aged 12 to 14 <laughs> who have another job outside. Like, Good you demo. can't do that. Mm-hmm. You're not the okay, king just because you say you're the king. Right, but I don't think you're not just, Jamie, uh, but the king of peepers. But Wait, they're not. JJ. JJ, JJ, right. See, Jamie said yeah, he was the king. His... He's not. It's JJ. <laughs> Allie, I agree with you, <laughs> except that Ranch just didn't come out of nowhere right, with no evidence and say, hey, I am the king. They didn't do that at all. That was the bedspread king I was doing, by the way. Al, the bedspread king. Wow. Um, they, what they did is they... He's the king of bedspread. Year by year by year got more and more popular and encroached more and more on ketchup's territory. And I'm telling you, I think I agree with the premise of this, that at one point, ranch is going to be bigger than ketchup. I think oh, I agree with now, that. But not now. But not now. Not now. No, I think no, it's no. king now. It's going to put close. in work. It'll put in work. But right, right now, it's truly the King Ralph of condiments. It, it, it is, was given <laughs> the title. It was given the title, but it doesn't deserve it yet. It has mm. to show it could work as king. Or is, is this an article by Big Tomato <laughs> to drive us to buy more ketchup? Mugs, I love the way your mind's working no, it's right by, now. No one's it, ever said that before. It's by Tim Nelson. I'm, I'm reading oh. it. It's, it's just a guy named Tim. He's the Big Tomato. <laughs> <laughs> That's his nickname. <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You know my uh, my stance on watching the news. I don't watch the news because I'm a kid. And sure. it's so overwhelmingly depressing. That's why we come in on Mondays and we do great news. When you wake up, all you hear is bad news. So bad it makes you want to hit the snooze. Kevin and Bean can make that go away. It's time for great news today. Great news. My story starts uh, in Florida. It doesn't end there, though, because it has to be great news. So, so wow. the great news comes from outside he of Florida. Moved. The end. <laughs> a Florida um, elementary school student obsessed with the University of Tennessee. Doesn't necessarily say why, but he wanted to represent the volunteers during his elementary school's college colors day. But he didn't own any of their apparel. Mm-hmm. He's just a poor little kid, so he just took a piece of paper and he just drew UT on it in pencil. Very, very excited to go to school. He's a huge fan of the University of Tennessee. He proudly made his own UT logo to wear on his shirt. But when other people teased him about it, well, it hurt his feelings. So everybody started making fun of him because it was a homemade, kind of janky-looking T-shirt. But he was all excited to show everybody. Some of the girls at the lunch table next to him um, had made fun of his sign. Uh, that he had attached to his shirt, he was devastated, according to his teacher. Hmm. So in the hopes of raising his spirits, his teacher said that she planned on buying him official University of Tennessee T-shirts. This is a teacher who doesn't get paid enough? Are those seagulls? Yeah. You want a buoy again? (laughs) (laughs) Um, She wanted to buy him a T-shirt just to kind of raise his spirits. So she put up on Facebook, hey, everybody, I've got this situation. This kid's really excited about it. Can anyone help? The university eventually found out about what happened. They sent him a whole box 
of full official gear. An entire box of shirts and hats and every other kind of thing that you could have for it. Wow. This little elementary kid was so, so excited. And the teacher said, my student was so amazed at all the goodies in the box. He proudly put on the jersey. And one of the many hats in the box, all who saw him, had either goosebumps or tears while we explained that, uh, that he had inspired and touched the lives of so many people. Story's not over. University of Texas, is, uh, Tennessee is not finished. They were so impressed with his spirit, they turned his handmade logo into a real T-shirt. Sales for that shirt have been off the charts, with proceeds helping to support anti-bullying foundations. You stop it, Amazing, Tennessee. right? That's University incredible. of Tennessee said, you know what, let's print that shirt and sell it. Wow. And they did. Oh, I'm looking at the shirt. It is Isn't janky. It's, it is. It's, it's very a, janky. It's a little elementary kid That's that just amazing. wants to. Yes. When I uh, this is mom said when I told him his design was being made into a real shirt and people wanted to wear it, his jaw dropped. He had a big smile on his face. He walked taller, and I could tell that his confidence grew that day. So I, suck it, mean girls at the table <laughs> making fun of him. I wish you were a better artist. Um, I don't think that's, that's not the, the point. Okay. He's a kid. Oh, okay. And, that, and, and that's my great news. <laughs> <laughs> that is adorable. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even take it. Such a sweet little kid. He literally put it just on an orange t-shirt. He just put his It's a piece of paper. paper on it. That he wrote on it and he just attached it oh, to his shirt. But I love him. And then Tennessee sold it. How Which, great is that? I mean, are they going to give him any money for being the artist? <laughs> I mean, is that it's something already, we need to... It's already unraveling. It's already we falling apart. Into that. And that's my know. terrible news. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, my story is about a, uh, a block party complete with food, games... That can get kids pumped to head back to school. You see all your school friends at this block party. But for parents, the icing on the cake at this block party are the free school supplies and the free haircuts from Barber Milan Denny. He's the owner of King Milan's Barbershop in St. Paul, Minnesota. And he knows firsthand how going back to school can be so hard on parents financially. He remembers his own childhood. She, he grew up in a single-parent household. The pressure to have new shoes, just stuff in your backpack let alone a fresh haircut your first day, like you're ready to go back to school, stuff he didn't have. So that's why he began giving away haircuts and school supplies. And on Labor Day, Milan and the other barbers started giving haircuts at 9 a.m., and they worked 12 hours, cutting more than 200 heads of kids' hair, which 200. is phenomenal. Here's the thing. They had pictures of this, too. In addition to the free haircuts, tons of barbecues lining the street outside. So people all came down. They put on a ton of food, grills lining the street, tons of barbecue. And then back-to-school supplies were collected from community donations, and those went into 200 backpacks as well. So not only was he getting them ready for school, looking fresh, but then sent them on their way with a full belly, a full backpack of school supplies and just love, which is such an amazing thing. Just one guy in St. Paul, Minnesota yep. doing that. Can That's, make that big a difference. That's all it takes is someone to think ahead and go, you know, it would be cool. I'll give them haircuts. Can they you won't guys be good because there's 200 students, but I'll whip through them. <laughs> so you're saying, oh, they're all buzz cuts. Yeah, yeah, oh, beat it, kid. You go to Milan? Okay, cool. No, it's just unbelievable and such a beautiful thing for him to do. King Milan's Barbershop in St. Paul, Minnesota. That is my great news.
And I'll close with uh, a story about the Bahamas. I don't think we have begun to see the full devastation in the islands uh, of the Bahamas. I mean, I've heard estimates of 90% of the island is destroyed. Uh, it's, I mean, where do you even start to and help? And not just water on the floors, like no walls. Yes. That's right. homes. Like yeah. the airport is gone, for yes. instance. That's how bad this uh, hurricane was. Well, a man walked into a Costco in Florida last week and left with 100 generators, all of which are headed to the Bahamas. He spent $49,285.70. Most of that comes from buying the 100 generators, but he also bought at Costco. You know, you can get a lot of stuff. He also bought enormous boxes of peas, beans, coffee, salt, pepper, and other essentials that made up the rest of his mega purchase from a Costco in Jacksonville, Florida. And it's all on its way to the Grand Bahamas. He figured out a way to get it there on boats and planes. Wow. About 100 generators and a truckload of food and chainsaws are going all over by boats planes to the Marsh Harbor in Bahamas. It's terrible, and I'm sure you've seen the photos. A farmer from Jacksonville told CNN on Wednesday. He was there. He saw this going down. He is not the man who made the purchase because that person wants to be anonymous. Mm. He says it's more important to keep the focus on the people of the Bahamas. It's not important who he is, just that he wants to help. It's important that we help each other out. It's better than just sitting here. You see a need and you fill it. And again, this guy spent $50,000 of his own money to help people he will never see and never know and wanted to remain anonymous. It's only because somebody was there to report it that it happened. Is that just unbelievable? That's amazing. Wonderful. I mean, one of the Unless great- you're the customer behind him. And then you go, what the <laughs> hell, man? Come on. How many generators does one guy need? This is 10 items or less, you dick. <laughs> there, is, there is no story that we cannot find the bad part of, is there? And that's my great news. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K-Rock. Would you like to take that back? Would you like to take that back? Tell me, would you, if you could, you would you, could you take that back? Would you like to take that back? Would you like to take that back? Tell me, would you, if you could, you would you, could you take that back? Why are you uh, saying it like that with so much shame in your voice? Yeah. Well, you know, I don't, uh, I don't like the the punny kind of humor. Mm-hmm. Not my thing. Well, explain what this segment is. This cause... is listen. We don't we don't have writers that write out words for us. We just wing it as we go. We try right. to make. We try. I to know make... you won't believe that, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's shocking. We we try to make people laugh. Sometimes mm-hmm. we do. Sometimes not so much. Uh-huh. Sometimes we only make ourselves laugh. Okay. I'm going to say, by the way, and I don't know if I've ever brought this up before, but I think Kevin is a little bit judgy in this segment because he doesn't play, so it's easy for him to criticize those of us that do. I'd say that's accurate. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was not a tough sell. <laughs> All right. All right. First one is Allie. Oh. We were doing a phone topic about people who proposed by hiding the ring. So your husband hid the ring. Tell us about it. We were both working at home one day, and he's a sunset guy. So he pulled me out, and he's like, let's just watch the sunset. We'll go up on the deck. And he pulled a random flower from the side of the deck. Mm-hmm. And he sits down next to me, and he goes, Babe, I want to spend every day watching sunsets for the rest of my life with you. And he slides off the chair and looks down at the flower. He goes, look at it. And there it was laying on its side inside the flower. Oh, <laughs> Would you say he, he, yes. he rose to the occasion? Oh, Jesus oh. Christ. Would you like to take that back? Huh. That's uh, see, because a rose he... is a flower. Yeah, oh, yeah, and, uh, mm-hmm. everyone got it. Yeah. It's also a term. Like of... Oh, oh, forgot to mention this. We get them. 
you know I love you and I support oh, you. But, oh, I'm, I'm taking that back. But don't be you the right there. Yeah. Okay, don't you worry. Are. Yeah, okay, I'm go. taking it back. Right. <laughs> Bean is next. Oh. Allie was doing What's Happening. She's doing a story about Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga getting together as a couple. Mm-hmm. People are really, really wanting Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper to be a real-life couple. They were recently rumored to have gone on a romantic getaway. And there were photos, you guys. You know, they're in a restaurant in Provence, and you see Mr. Cooper there eating with Lady Gaga. Was um, she hanging with Mr. Cooper? Oh, my God. <laughs> really? Yeah. really? Would you like to take that back? All right, now let okay. me just say this. Well, I was Muggs. Uh, okay. Muggs yeah. was very excited. Oh. This, is like, this is like the NFL when they call the original play, okay. and then they go back and they look at yeah. it and they go, oh, maybe we're going to overturn that. <laughs> Careful with what you do during the show. Yeah. Because you might be overruled. He was doing the running man, waving his arms back and forth, yelling, yeah. Oh. The joy that it brought Beer Mug alone. See, Mugs, you ruined it. Sorry, Ma- guys. Makes me not want to take it back, so therefore I'm going to continue to hang with Mr. Cooper. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still here for it. I'm a bad man, but it was good. Up next is Bean. Oh, come on. Allie's doing a story about the uh, TV show Ghosted on MTV. I don't know how I feel about this new show that MTV is doing. Let me know your thoughts. It's, of course, from the network that brought you Catfish. This show is called Ghosted. It's going to feature hosts helping distraught individuals track down and confront former lovers, family members, friends, all in an effort to get to the bottom of why those people disappeared from their life. Hmm. So the people who are tracking them down, would they be Ghostbusters? Are you are you happy with that? <laughs> Can you call? Honestly, the song uh, brought please, us all around. Please don't take that back. <laughs> Pre-song clip. Yes. Pre-song awful. <laughs> but, Terrible. But you yeah. got to take in the whole scene. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he saved it, I believe, uh-huh. with the song. Being your thoughts. I can't believe I disagree with you guys. You're yes. encouraging me to not take it back. Oh. And in fact, I am going to take no. it back. Wow. Was just not quite a good fit. It was uh, it was a little bit of a stretch. Ghostbusters, I really thought. So. that one was a bit of a stretch. <laughs> uh, I'm going to throw that one back in the pond. Okay. All right. Next is beer mug. Yes. Whoa. Not sure how many times he's been in the file. Very rare. But he was talking about where he's going for the new K Rock sticker. Where are you going today? Today I will be uh, Hot Topic Stop Number 6 in Lakewood at 317 Lakewood Center Mall. Uh, Today from 1 to 3 at the Lakewood Center Mall. And I always hear Lakewood is always up to no good. Pyle, what's wrong with you? A lot happening right now. Wow. Turn up. Would you like to take that back? (laughs) Did you eat the microphone to do the joke? (laughs) Why was it? Always up to no good. Whoa. Kevin's mic just kind of... Look, I very rarely get to insert myself into the file cabinet. Mm -hmm. Is is that a cabinet? It is a cabinet. It's right (laughs) in the back of the studio. Uh, but this was this was low. Normally, I wouldn't take it back, but this was low hanging fruit. Okay, that's so, why you should take it back, though. That's what I'm. That's why I'm going to take it back, Bean. Okay, I'm going to take you're it. Saying back. it's making sense. Oh. That was the right thing to do. Yeah. All right. Uh, Allie is next. Hard mm-hmm. to imagine. Um, we were talking about the greatest musicians turned actors. Okay. 
And Jonah Ray was in the studio with us for this conversation. <gasps> the greatest musician turned actor is Will Smith. Yeah. All right, I think I'm comfortable with that. I think it's But fair. it's funny that DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince is the music that he did and then went on to acting. Yeah. Like, yeah. But he won two was, Grammys with that. Yeah. Kevin That's just right. doesn't understand. Mm, file okay. it. File, file, file. <laughs> Thank you, Jonah. All right, Jonah, we caught some laughing with you. <laughs> Would you like to take that thing? It brought me so much joy when he said I wasn't laughing with you. That's the greatest. I'll go ahead and take that back. Okay, good yeah. yeah. Uh, Beat is next. We had Steve Aoki in the studio. He's talking about his new book, Blue, the Color of Noise. And Allie brings up his collaboration with the Backstreet Boys. Can I just real quick bring up the Backstreet Boys? Because I did that story a couple weeks ago when it was announced. And I was like, that is not a collaboration I saw happening. I could not love that more. Yeah, that's why I love doing collaborations like this where, you, you like, you know, I love doing the bangers for the, the festival crowds where everyone's going crazy. But then when you can work with an artist that can convey and push out feelings that make you just happy to be alive and happy, you know, to feel love. You want it that way. not wait for people to hear it. Can we all agree that it's worse when there's a guest in the yeah. studio? Steve Aoki was so serious. Because <laughs> then it's too. like, we're all like, oh, we're embarrassed now. He's like, I just like doing songs about suicide prevention and, uh, you know, like AIDS awareness and then just some pun thrown out of nowhere. I have a Backstreet Boys song title. <laughs> Don't know why. Would you like to take that I couldn't resist saying that. Yeah. I was sit, I was biting my tongue. Don't say it. Doesn't Don't mean it's good. It. Don't say it. You should listen to that guy, that voice. I, uh, I'll i take that one back. Yeah. All right. I will. I'll take it back. And finally, for this episode of Would You Like to Take That Back, caller Daniel is on the phone. Good morning, oh, Daniel. Oh, Daniel. Hey, guys. So we were discussing our top five favorite fruits. Mm -hmm. And Daniel was talking to us on the phones, and he had listed one, and he had listed two, and he listed three. Mm -hmm. And he listed four. <laughs> Are we agreeing on pineapple as number one then? Oh, it's definitely the show. Well, Daniel's one. not. Okay. Daniel, you have one more, right? I have one more. Okay. And only because it's punny. Mango number five. <laughs> oh. <laughs> my God. Can we file Daniel. a collar? <laughs> yes, we can. He's We've fine. done it before. File it. You go to hell, you son of a bitch. Would you like to take that back? <laughs> Uh, why would you take back something so magical? He's right. Yeah, exactly. Right. I 100% agree. Exactly. I agree. Well done, Daniel. Would you like to take that back? It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Let's talk about cocaine. If you want to hang out, you got to take her out. Cocaine. It's funny that uh, I said the word cocaine and uh, magically DJ Omar Khan appeared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard, isn't it? <laughs> He's also jumping up and down and foaming at the mouth. <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen him for days. And all of a sudden we say the cocaine word and he appears in the studio. Yeah. This uh, news report, I think, is going to make you think about what you would do if you were the person who found said items on the beach. Hurricane Dorian possibly washed a brick of cocaine ashore in Cocoa Be in Melbourne, that is. Police say someone found this brick yesterday morning at Paradise Beach Park. They turned it over to an officer on patrol who then field tested it and confirmed it was cocaine. The brick there, which uh, you see the letters D-I-A. A-M-A-N-T was taken into custody. It will eventually be destroyed. 
Oh. In my nose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're walking along the beach and you see a brick of cocaine that has washed that has washed up from the excuse me. A brick of cocaine. I wanna smell it. Nope. Oh. Cocaine, cocaine, cocaine. Thank you. That is washed up. No, you had cues for every single clip. <laughs> um, a kilo of cocaine is estimated to be worth between twenty and thirty thousand dollars, and this a-hole turns it over to the mm. police. Cocaine, cocaine, cocaine. So let's go around the room. Kevin, what do you do? Cocaine well, washes up at your feet. As a businessman. Mm. <laughs> and a business man. You don't <laughs> well done. You don't have the overhead costs of having to pay for it. Mm-hmm. That seems like a large part <laughs> so of it. So you get all 20 to 30 grand. Uh-huh. Okay. Right? So you... With so the no... cost out of my pocket, nothing. Right. Right. Money going into my pocket, 30 grand. Oh. Wait, wait, so you're going to start dealing coke? <laughs> is that your plan? I, I you're hear... going to start selling coke? It's like Mother Earth's way of telling me this is what you should do. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Some free coke. It's very, very much a sign. <laughs> okay. So you've, you've never sold drugs in your life. That you know of, right? Because, right. But mm-hmm. because it washes up at your feet, you're going, all right, I guess I'm now a dealer. I mean, that's yeah. how it works. Is that how it works? Yes. So you're going to get a bunch of scales and baggies and stuff? And it's, and not, it's not just that it shows up. It's also that it shows up free. Yeah. You're like uh, you're, free. you're Walter Whiter. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's Whiter, yes. How about you, Allie? What do you do? Well, I would like to hear Omar's first because I that's oh, yeah. going to that's gonna determine Don't my Don't let him sway line. you. No, I want to hear. So, yeah, I walked in the room and I, I was like, guys, there's only one right answer. And you I was waiting for you it. You see a brick of cocaine on the beach or mm-hmm. anywhere. You acknowledge it and you keep moving. What? That's what? It. You keep moving. You don't. You don't want any part of this because Omar. the cartel people are bad people. But they don't know that that's on the beach right, right there. They They're don't not know you watching. Have it. Listen, you don't know that. Okay, and all I'm saying is that people, they put trackers in these mm-hmm. devices. Once things dry out, it might reactivate the the the, the, uh, the trackers. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Somebody has put... a lot of experience <laughs> yeah. in this world. Who knows if they they, they have they put a certain ingredient into, in the cocaine. Mm-hmm. To, so once no, they I, start selling I, it. I, the... I watch Mayans. I know okay, this you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so you I'm... test, you put it in a little test tube, and then you shake it, and if it turns blue, it's pure. No, no, no. I'm saying or like whatever. they might put a secret ingredient to know it's a, sa- a certain strain or whatever. So it's like this card. Tell that's my product you're selling, bitch. I'm gonna come and I'm gonna kill you. How are Number they gonna one, know that it's was you, way too serious. Right? Agreed. Mm-hmm. Sound real, to be yeah. honest with you. How are they gonna know it's you? How do they even once, know where it went? Once you start selling it and they're like, hey, we got the hookup, dude, people talk. No, you get mm-hmm. a dude to sell it for you. Exactly you don't sell it yourself. My point, which now oh, I don't really? have Omar. Really? Here's what you I would do. You don't know anything do. about business, man. Here's what I would do. Yeah. Uh, it washes up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa, cool. I put it in my knapsack. I take it home. I cut off a chunk for me, for some fun times. Some for me, some for you. Okay? <laughs> and then I call someone like... Saying Omar or someone that's not a pussy ass. Well, you have Kev Dog now. You have Kev Dog now. And then I call them and say, listen, this is yours. Give me 20%. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. Because oh, you're going to negotiate with the cartel? I want, no, not the cartel. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this with a local dealer. Yeah, but mm-hmm. this smells. street uh-huh. guy. Once he gets ch- chased down by the cartel, he's going to write you out like that. He's and then flip guess on what you. happens? Yeah. They come to my house and I'm like, wait, what are you even saying? And then they're like, <laughs> that usually works for, and that works for cartels. And then they're saying. like, we're talking about the 20% behind you that you clearly negotiated. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, I don't, I'm so bad about it. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> And 
then I'm best friends with the cartel. That's how it, you see I it watch, working. Sure. I watch Mayans. Okay. Yeah. That's how it uh, works. Mayans wouldn't tell you that. that no, you would be best friends with the cartel. My head would be blown off. <laughs> right. Jensen? Oh, I 100% am like, I found Coke! Someone yeah. come help! I would I would give up in two seconds. I mean, before he found it, he'd yeah. be like, I feel like there's Coke around. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Like, the, cartel, the cartel's name's on it. It's denied or whatever yeah. they wrote. But, I, that, but also, you can't go to the cops, dude, because like... It, I found like, it on the beach. I'm telling you, you just leave it and you move on. But don't the you worry, like, like, what if a kid finds it then? And then you're responsible for then the kid. Then that kid is clean in his room real quick. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> my parents are going to thank me. He's doing homework like crazy. Oh, man. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Sally, what's happening? What's happening is you loved her as Peggy Carter in Agent Carter, right? Sure did. Haley Atwell. Yes. Just mm-hmm. a delight. She was great. Then seen most recently as Peggy Carter in Avengers Endgame. People were thrilled to see her. Well, guess what? She's trading in that Marvel Cinematic Universe, but not the spy life. What? Haley Atwell, the next Mission Impossible lead. Yeah! Interesting. With Tom Cruise. How great is that? All right. Right? I like that. Not much is known about the upcoming Mission Impossible 7, other than uh, Cruise will be returning along with Rebecca Ferguson, and Christopher McQuarrie will be writing and directing. But uh, another Mission Impossible installment has already been announced, bringing the franchise to eight movies total. <laughs> and by the way, I Still think... good? They're still good. Yeah. All, yeah. All, yeah. Yeah. I think all of them are good. I don't think there has been a misstep mm-hmm. for Mission Impossible. She's so cute, too. She's adorable. We love her. Yes, we do. This is what I'm saying. So congrats to Haley Atwell. That is good news. And Bean, I'm sure you already knew about this because you worked with her on um, The X-Files. <laughs> <laughs> you guys missed it. That was uh, Bean's dream last week that he uh-huh. was playing... Agent Mulder. He was Fox Mulder, yeah. Yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. He was. was he was brought in. in. My bad, my he was bad. brought in for the new season because yes, they yeah. couldn't get David Duchovny. My bad, yeah. Uh, no, uh, they decided I would do a better job. Oh, uh-huh. they? Okay. 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 they couldn't get him. They All right. just, well, they that's, what they, the... that's what they told you in the dream. They, okay. I know the truth, yeah. All right. <laughs> he, he talked to... <laughs> yes, I'm very excited about this news. Jillian Anderson has joined the crown. Yeah, Bean loves himself the crown. Of course he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, she'll be playing former British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher. That's a real favor to Margaret Thatcher. That exactly, it's, <laughs> it absolutely is. Like, it's an interesting choice. It's, Who should we get? Oh, one of the most beautiful women in the world. Uh huh. Margaret. Margaret. It's going to be very difficult to watch that series and not be attracted to Margaret Thatcher, <laughs> uh, which is not something I ever thought would happen. Uh, they make um, amazing casting choices on that show, though. Have any of you watched The no, Crown? I just listen no. to you talk about it. And you love it. Well, you know, it's won a ton of, you know, mm-hmm. Emmys and Golden Globes. Yeah. It's your Peaky so. Blinders, so no. Right, but it's not just me, though. I'm saying it's, oh, no, it's, it's universally beloved. Yeah. beloved. yeah, it's a Absolutely. great show. Great show. I watched a few of the first season, but I just, I found it kind of slow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure they were setting up the whole story, but I was like, I don't have time for this. Okay. Very busy. What, with another Peaky Blinders coming out? Sure. Yeah, I'd rather die. Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. Guys, I uh, I gotta figure Lori Laughlin and her husband are thinking to themselves, eh, maybe she we should have pled guilty. Maybe we should have taken that deal. Instead, we're 
We're facing 20 years in prison, and federal prosecutors just lowered their recommended sentence for Felicity Huffman to one month. That was on Friday. That's for her guilty plea in the college admission scandal. That will be followed by one year of supervised release and a $20,000 fine. So that one-month sentence will most likely be one day. A couple days, yeah. Maybe two. Robert. So, Did you guys read uh, her letter this weekend? Mm-mm. The Felicity Huffman one? She's just confused no. about parenting? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I felt like... She didn't need to put it out. Rambled a little long. She was, she was doing okay. Could have done a couple sentences. Here's the thing. <laughs> you did the right thing at the beginning. You yeah. Put out, you put out the statement, I was wrong. This is all me. My bad. I take full responsibility. Yes. Leave it at that. Just when put- you're sentenced, just write, it's fair. I respect no oversell. What, that's it. Yeah, you've closed the deal. I don't. I don't need to know that you were um, confused about parenting and, she, and what you should have done. She basically wrote a, a long letter about how she's always felt sort of uh, a lack of self confidence in being a mother, mm-hmm. and having two children with uh, learning disabilities made it worse. Mm-hmm. And she always felt that at first her thing was she was just trying to help her child overcome those advantage, disadvantages. But then she said, "I right. just wanted them to have a fair chance." But oh. she does admit, which she does admit, she goes, which is ironic. Which because is ironic because I donated it. hundreds yeah. of thousands of dollars she for that fair chance. And she also defends again a little bit about that she didn't do it with a second child yeah. because she came to her senses. And it's yeah. like, you don't need to do any of that. Felicity? You no, were winning. Just, you were you winning. You should have typed that out, then press delete. Like, or just, okay, just hand it to system. your therapist. Yeah. And that's it. It was it was a strange choice. Yeah. Um, but again, Massimo... And Lori Laughlin have to be have to be sitting there going, what were we thinking? Why why are they're we not going to get this? twenty years? No, they won't right? get twenty There's years. No but I think they they won't get one or two days. Yeah, and they certainly won't just get supervised release and a twenty thousand dollar fine. Yeah, they they could have done this much differently, you guys. And I'm sorry to be the one to tell you about this, but um, there seems to be a shortage of white claw. <gasps> People are. Uh, I'm not sure our party bus to Vegas would have made it. People are freaking white out claw. without white claw. <laughs> yeah. Well, many hard seltzer obsessed millennials are freaking out on Twitter over a nationwide shortage of white claw. Stores reportedly can't keep the bubbly, low calorie booze on the shelf due to sky high demand. And millennials and Gen Z drinkers are in a panic, according to this article. The brand did confirm the shortage on Twitter Friday night when a concerned drinker tweeted. I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. Please tell me you have someone working on this white claw. And they tweeted back, we have the best team in the business working on this. So everybody, let's calm down. Let's let white claw figure this out. We're all going to be fine. However, another tweeter wrote, if you're having a Popeye's chicken sandwich with a white claw this weekend, you have won the lottery. And I think they're right. I don't understand. That's ridiculous. Has anyone tried it? Is it any good? No, it's terrible. They the had it, yeah. Brad Williams yeah, brought some it. in here, and I believe you said it tasted like what throw up smells like. <laughs> okay, I just added that. <laughs> I mean, there are different flavors. Yeah, yeah. W- a couple None are, of which are much worse than. Yes, I had one that even, tasted there's... like foot. But, okay. e- but even the best flavors are yeah. just s- subpar. Is yeah. this very different from Lacroix? No, it's extremely no. the same. Oh, with alcohol in it. Yeah, LaCroix with alcoholism. Gotcha. Alcohol in it. It's just alcoholism. alcoholism. In it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just hey. like a whisper of of like black cherry or whatever the flavor is. Yeah, but, but not good. But no. mostly foot. No. Yeah. Hey, Allie, before you do birthdays. Yeah. 
today mm-hmm. is the most popular day of the year to be born. Of the la- in the last 25 years, September 9th is the number one day for the most births in the oh, United number States. Number one. That was Beans. Fun fact. Everyone knows it's September 7th. So is it popular or is it just the day with the most births? It's the day with the most births. So it's the... So the guy that said it was popular. Well, no. He was ranked first in popularity of days to be born in the last 25 years. But But are you choosing to be born on this day or most people just coming out of a um, hoo-ha? I'm just saying. We're just saying there's two different things. Thank you, Mr. Noah. One is the technical information that more people are born. The other is it's popular. All right, I'm looking at a chart right it's now. It's soups trendy to it's be born on September 9th. I want to be 9th. September 9th. Give me I'm birth. Looking, I'm looking at a chart right now that lists the birth dates, and then the next column is popularity, where it's listed as first, and then the third column is conception. In case you're wondering, uh, December 17th, apparently. No one's wondering. Um, no one's wondering. Is the common conception you date for being You sound insane. Do you realize dead. that? You should be medicated. The uh, the top five most popular oh, birth dates no. in oh, America. No, no one's go. picking. No, this. come on, let's hear. Are, are hear all out. in September? Oh, oh you're cutting out. No, oh. oh, you're cutting out. That's, December. That's a shame. That because uh, this was a great conversation. But mm-hmm. if you think about it, December, you're stressed out. It's mm. the holidays. People mm-hmm. are like, you got a lot of family visiting. I wouldn't think a lot of people well, were boning. Uh, the theory, no, no, it's Monday. The yeah. theory, Allie, is that uh, in a lot of a lot of places, okay. it's uh, colder and darker and wetter. Okay, oh, so you're right. what you're are we talking about? Making <laughs> so you're making your own entertainment, okay. and also around the holidays, people have time off, so there's more there's oh, more there's okay. more time to bone. This radio person is the whole problem. Okay, all right. <laughs> so happy well, birthday to everybody. I guess is what I'm saying today. because it's popular. Because it's the most popular. popular. Yeah. Read right. the studies. Some birthdays for you. Eric Stone Street, Michelle Williams, Constance Marie, Hugh Grant, Michael Buble, and Adam Sandler. Wow. You're going to talk to us for an hour about popular birthdays and then not be ready for Adam Sandler. I was ready. We all agreed it was a terrible clip last hour. We weren't going to play the only one you have. I actually told you at the time it was the only one. Why do some people tune out? I'm tuning out too. That's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Am I allowed to say that you should be listening to us in the 9 o'clock hour tomorrow? No. (laughs) Nope. I can't even say that without getting any further details? Nope. Nope. Something special planned for tomorrow morning at 9 a.m.? No. Nope. You've already said too much. No can do. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you should be listening. Thank you for saying first and asking second. <laughs> Kevin and Allie. Yeah. yeah. You guys both went both went to see the new uh, It film over the weekend. Sure yes. did. Uh, had a lot of complaints about the uh, ending. I mean, our... it wasn't uh, it wasn't ideal. <laughs> it didn't didn't thrill you when you were walking nope. out of the theater. Nope. Is the now I haven't seen uh, either of the uh, the It movies, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. is the thing about Pennywise 
the scary thing about him is not that he's a clown. It's the things that he does, and it's the way that he behaves. No, right? yeah. it's the no, way no, no, he no. treats he's people. Also, a terrifying clown, guys. Let's it's, be honest. Here. It's both. He's not a children's party clown. Right. He's got mm-hmm. makeup. Mad. He looks mad. He, he looks like he hasn't showered in years. He's scary looking. He's a crazy person. Yes. You're saying he's a scary clown. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I reject that. What? Well, I'm, what? Sa- I'm saying you would have him for dinner and have a great time with Pennywise. No. no. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying, I'm saying you, you would invite definitely him over. not seen the movie. He's gone bye bye. You would invite him over to watch the Saints uh, on Monday Night Football tonight and yeah. love it. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that's what you're saying. People are being taught that clowns are scary mm-hmm. when there's nothing really inherently scary about clowns. Look, an entire generation. Multiple generations grew up watching Bozo the Clown on TV mm-hmm. and thinking he was hilarious. Watching Krusty the Clown on The Simpsons and thinking he was a funny character. Having, Nobody John, was Wayne, a- having John Wayne Gacy at your house on weekends <laughs> right? to celebrate and have a party. Same. Everyone loved him. <laughs> Not a great example. But <laughs> I, what I'm saying is somewhere along the way... Parents decided that they were going to start teaching their children that clowns were scary. Well, I don't know that parents made the decision together. I think it's just maybe a societal thing. I will say this, and I said on the air um, probably six months ago that nobody's really afraid of clowns. It's become kind of the in thing to be afraid of. And I'm sorry, the tweets I got from people that are like, oh, tell that to my psychiatrist. It's a real phobia. But I was a clown as a child. For four years that for Halloween. That explains a lot. I'm sure it does, but I was never afraid of being a clown. None of my friends were afraid, not afraid of me of being, being a, clown. a clown. But none of my friends were afraid when I showed up to elementary school. Because they knew in my who costume. you were. I think the thing about clowns that flips people out is that they don't know who that person is. Mm-hmm. Clearly, there's a mask with a smile on it, and who knows what's going on behind okay, it? Okay. Who me, knows what's going on behind it is the scary part. But let me ask you this uh, another example. I gave several, but another example. A hundred years, Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey had clowns in the circus. Okay, what I mean? Nope. The kids enjoyed the clowns. The kids yeah. loved the clowns. Did funny things, getting in and out of cars and playing with balloons and stuff. Sitting like in that. a nearby forest with a hatchet. <laughs> yeah, no, no absolutely. No, exactly. what, I'm, what I'm saying is, there was a time, and it wasn't that long ago in our lifetimes, where nobody was afraid of clowns, and then all of a sudden, people started saying, "Oh, I'm afraid of clowns," and they're not. I okay, hear but you let mean. me just. Let me just play devil's advocate, and then we're going to take a phone call. Mm-hmm. All right. We, have, um, we Apparently, we have an expert calling It's in. very possible that people learn to be a clown, like you're saying, Bean, mm-hmm. and also that they're scared of clowns, that they are truly scared of clowns. Both are, can be true. You can't yeah. just say you're not as scared of clowns. That's ridiculous. I, I love that you said as scared. scared. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'd put it that way. All right. The most famous clown on television has to be... Cam from Modern Family, right? Absolutely. Who works as a clown on the show. Actor Eric Stone Street, who, by the way, if I recall correctly, has clowned in real life. He has. Joins us on the phone right now. Eric, how are you, my friend? Well, you know, I started my morning off great. It's my birthday, and then I hear people trashing clowns. So oh, no. Happy hey, birthday, Did you Eric. know that today is the most popular day oh, of the year oh, for people to be born, Again. Eric? It's the most God. common birthday in America is today, September 9th. He's still special. <laughs> So thank you, Alex. You're welcome. Dean, you, Dean, you and I are on the same side here, so don't don't turn me. Right? Oh no, I'm not. Okay. What, look, as a guy who has a lot of experience being a clown in real life and on TV, your thoughts, please. Well, I I texted Ali that you're one one thousand percent correct on it being a fad of being uh, scared of clowns. I mean, does that mean that someone can't have a legitimate fear right. of? someone dressed in a clown costume but the idea i mean and and you can see my social media when i post a picture or have posted a picture of fisbo 
I mean, the comments are like, I'm freaked out, I'm triggered, I'm scared, oh my God, creepy. And it's just... Most of those so are Allie. An- no, <laughs> never. No. I love this book. It, it, it's just so annoying because it's so popular and cool to say you're afraid of clowns. And, you know, clowns, think of what clowns, the spirit of a clown is. The spirit of a clown is to make you murder. laugh and to give you joy. No. Oh, not murder. Kevin. Have, sorry. One guy. One guy. <laughs> that one guy was pretty famous. Yeah. A lot of murders that for one guy. That reminds me of an old Irish joke about sheep. We but got I'm it. Go we got it. No, you yeah. won't. <laughs> so you went, but wait a minute. Let me just say this again. Isn't it possible that they're taught to be afraid of clowns and yet are still petrified of clowns? You know what I mean? Like, both are true. You're right. Maybe it's not innate. Maybe we were taught to hate clowns or whatever. Yeah, but people have legitimate fears of a lot of things. Like, I, you know, we all are scared of something. But I'm saying the mass majority of people that say they're afraid of clowns are saying that because they think it's cool to say that. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yes. I agree. How cool is it to say that? With Fisbo. It's relatable now. Like, people will be like, yeah, me too. I'm totally afraid of clowns. You're not, though. You're, you're, you're not. I mean, like, it's the same with Santa Claus. Like, people do, people are afraid of Santa Claus when they're, like, five, you know, no, or four, not. and That's... then they realize... Huh? Kevin, yeah, of course they are. Are they five? Yes, kids are afraid of Santa Claus. Have you people, ever seen a, I, pictures of kids being held like you're trying to push your kid into the picture yeah, with true, Santa? Yeah, They're yeah. terrified. I was scared of Santa just because I was Jewish. I knew he was never coming to my house. <laughs> oh, when I was a clown, when I was a clown and I would, you know, in college and high school, I would perform for kids' parties. And I would inevitably run up to people, run into people that were, were scared. And... I, I we bridged that gap, but they weren't scared because of the reference of John Wayne Gacy and what I was potentially going to do to them. They were scared because of what Kevin said a second ago. It's like, well, you know, you're wearing makeup and you don't know what's coming at you here, and you're taught how to. And then kids get over it once they see that you just want to make them a balloon animal or do a magic trick or you Eat know them, give them a piece of drag them into the forest, stab their eyes with candles. <laughs> These are all representations of, of scary clowns in media, right? We know all the It movies, yeah. Heath Ledger's Joker, mm-hmm. Killer Clowns from Outer Space, the Saw movies, that little thing on a bike is a clown. Sure. Uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, do you remember when they steal the bike and they look up and there's like a scary clown, ha ha ha, like laughing at him? These are all things yeah. I watched So it's all societal. Up. Yes. But you're, you could still be very afraid of clowns is my point. I'm saying that there are some people that may have re- real relatable fear to a clown. Yes. But... But that doesn't mean that everyone that says clowns freak them out and clowns are creepy are actually scared of yeah, clowns. The people I'm who are actually afraid, it's a, it's a tiny, it's a tiny minority. What, it's a bandwagon. What, guess the percentage, Bean and Eric. <laughs> oh, I would say just 10. like anything else, Bean, wouldn't you? Like 5% of people yeah, have... I was 5%? Gonna, you know, I was going to give them 10. I was going to give them 10%, You're but no more high. than that. No more than Let's, that. We'll split it at 7. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Fizbo. Oh, you're the best, Eric. You are the expert here. And I think what Eric says goes, by the way, because he knows what he's talking about from all sides. Thank you very much, as always, for listening. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. You're very welcome. I'm going to get a birthday clown for my party. (laughs) Yay! Hide the knives. Thanks, Eric. All right. We'll talk to you later. All right. So who do we want now? Because we do have one more segment for People who are truly afraid of clowns and you telling them they're not doesn't help at all. 
Okay. That's who we're looking for. I'm still willing to do it. 1-800-520-1067. And if you are in the 7% that is actually afraid (laughs) of clowns. The made up 7%. And is not just saying it because you think it's cool and trendy and hip to be afraid of clowns. Call now. 1-800-520-1067. We'll talk to you next on K-Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. You are not afraid of clowns. I mean, it's a delightful sound. Great. We are uh, taking your calls on the topic at 1-800-520-1067. I have uh, backing from someone who knows, by the way, Fisbo himself, Eric Stone Street from Modern Family, agrees that maybe 7% of people are actually you afraid of You guys just clowns. made up that number. They agreed. He went I, 5, he went 10. They met in the middle. It, I heard it from an expert. Now you're doubting you? expert testimony, yeah, but, Kevin. But also, I'm right because I, we have a text from a 626 that said it was Poltergeist that freaked the hell out of me. Oh. Do you remember the clown in the corner of the Absolutely. room? Absolutely. Yes. It's media that has made us feel that I way, and we that, all feel it. I but, had that same clown, and I put it in a rocking chair because it just delighted me as a kid. Terrifying. And, all right. and then you were killing this, animals? No, as, no. when we saw poltergeist as kids and we moved into a house with an oak tree in the front, I said, let's get rid of the oak tree. The clown's staying. There you go. See? Let's go to George, line two, 1-800-520-1067. George joins us from Long Beach. He claims, I think, does he claim to be afraid of clowns? Or you just uh, understand that other people are afraid of clowns, George? Uh, a little bit of both. I am not afraid of clowns myself. Never have been. Uh, my point, the only reason I wanted to call was to, I read an article that said, reason why people started becoming more afraid of clowns was the original it that came out on tv back mm-hmm. in the 80s mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that brought that brought the scary clown or the clown in a scary context into the home i mean and millions of people saw it and, georgie yeah. georgie do you yes, do, dear. is it because your name is george and you know that they all float down here Come on, Georgie. <laughs> no. Hang up on him. He's terrifying He's already. Scary already. Let's go to... We just talked to Georgie. He's now, all grown up. Now he's sweet. in our lives. Now all we're right. all going to go home and we're going to see something. Best. This is a real turnaround, but I am now afraid of clowns. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to line four, Pasadena Megan. Let's see if we think she has a legitimate reason to fear clowns. Hey, Megan. Hey, guys. How are you? We good are morning. good. Thank you. So, yeah. Drunk clown first birthday party that's what happened <laughs> yep my yes. dad was working for the papers and decided to hire someone to you know for my birthday party and entertain and they got the first picture and well he reeked of alcohol and they had to le- ask him to leave mm. terrified. Wow. but you were yes. one you didn't know what was going on right but i have that picture that i can look over and over and just i do remember i just remember saying get this Thing away from me, <laughs> and, and, been, sure and you, you've been afraid of clowns ever since. Yeah, don't. You, yeah, you clowns should be, Megan. Dolls. You should be. Uh, <laughs> all right, I reject you. Thank clowns you, dolls. <laughs> Let's go to Josh, please. Line six, Anaheim. Up next, calling about his girlfriend. Morning, Josh. Morning, guys. Girlfriend uh, afraid of clowns? Yeah, same thing as uh, line two, I believe. He said uh, he was talking about the article about it. My girlfriend was forced to watch it as a kid by her grandfather, and he sat her down and said, you're going to watch this. And ever since then, she's just been deathly afraid to clown. That's a good move by Grandpa. <laughs> well, what? Tim Curry was a delight in it, so I can understand why he'd want her to see that. I'm terrified to ask what else Grandpa was making her do. Oh. I mean, seriously. Me like it. What a creepy dude. Thank you for the call. Hey, guys, our friend Clownvis is on the phone. Yay. Oh, my God. 
think all clowns are good. Clownvis is... Hey, Clownvis, you, by the way, are the perfect example of of a clown who makes people happy, not makes them afraid. Well, thank you very much. I I appreciate you saying that. And I'm so glad you guys are having this conversation because it needs to be said. These things need to be said. Uh, Bean, you're exactly right. To everybody saying you saw it in 1990 and that's why you're scared of clowns, that is baloney. But wait, uh, let me Good ask Fel- you about Good like. Fellas came out in 1990. Nobody's scared of little Italian guys. <laughs> Everyone's afraid of them. Speak for yourself. Allie's <laughs> <laughs> on dating apps. But what about like the Joker and all the movies and stuff? They're all it's a it's a painted on happy face to hide the nasty blackness inside the heart. The last time the Joker was cool was when he was chasing Scooby-Doo. Get that out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Although Joaquin Phoenix is not going to make it any easier for you to be a cloud this year, Cloudvis. No, it's a plight, and uh, it's quite frankly, it's dangerous rhetoric. It needs to stop. He's Mm. right. When you are, when you're clowning, Clown? <laughs> I don't think that's a word. Clowning? We'll accept that's it. That's what I call it. Clowning works. When you're clown big, do you get reactions from from little kids who are afraid even though you're a happy, smiley, singing clown? Uh, no. Kids are, kids are normally uh, just fine with it. I'd say about 7% of them are actually still. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and see. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Let me uh, set the table first. I am delighted to tell you, Jensen, I hate to steal your get up on this thunder here, but I would Uh like to get you guys up on a new show. In fact, a new channel available through our app, Radio.com, where many of you stream K-Rock. Radio.com slash sports has a show called Swings and Misses. And the hosts of that program right there are in studio with us right now, Jen Sturger and Cody Decker. Hey, you guys. Hey, guys. Uh, great to see you. First of all, congratulations on the new show. Again, it's not on the radio, but you can stream it through the radio.com app. And you guys talk all things sports. And I imagine you're delighted as the rest of us that football is finally back. Oh, my gosh. We were getting so tired of talking about preseason football. It's crazy. <laughs> the biggest it's waste, yeah, the biggest waste of time month. In the it history really of sports. But to be fair, we were so <laughs> grateful for Antonio Brown keeping it interesting. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he did bring a lot of joy. Yeah. Was that what you call it? Yes. I felt dead inside. Well, I mean, if you're not a Raiders fan, I was fine with it. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. I am a Raiders oh, fan. Okay. Oh. I'm born and raised a Raiders mm-hmm. fan. I'm an L.A. Raiders fan, and I, okay. I, I refuse to abandon my team, even though not only will they abandon me, but also four cities. <laughs> um, you're not Jen, better at all, though, and I like that no, about you. Jed, let me ask you this, because you talked about the preseason. You know, this year we saw more starters than ever sit out the preseason. So last night, did you see, did it seem to you like yesterday was a little bit rusty for some of the teams? Oh, my God. I just kept thinking yesterday, this is the perfect argument against preseason football, because because everyone just looked like they were still shaking off the rust. They were still like getting acclimated. Some of them, it's like just because you did it eight months ago doesn't mean you can step yeah. right back into it and do it again. And uh, at I, least there were a tremendous amount of penalties called in every game. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. <laughs> you know how many nights out in Miami these dudes are still shaking off? It's week one. These guys yeah. barely get it together for this week. It's after this that they start picking well, it up. Well, preseason, so most of them are locked down in hotel rooms. You know what I mean? Like, they're not allowed to be going out and raging. Like, that's okay. what's well, that's why you get to the, be that's why you get the Instagram thoughts to come to you. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm gonna, you just Uber, Uber yeah, eats the yeah. thing. That, that makes it easier than having to go to live or whatever stupid name they give your Miami club. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I, I went through multiple spring trainings, and I'm going to tell you 
right now, there's no way anyone's locked up in there. <laughs> uh, when yeah, I was, I was out drinking baseball, till three. Right? Yeah. But in baseball, it's barely a sport. Oh, come <laughs> on. Oh, what? Oh, say compared to football. Oh, I'm sorry for playing 162 <laughs> straight days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of shaking off the rust, so had uh, had Tom Brady played in the preseason, how many points would they have scored in the game against Pittsburgh last night? Seven. Wait, Tom Brady didn't sit out preseason, did he? He, the, yeah, he did. I think he did. Yeah, right. he did. Real. Mm-hmm. Like oh. he's the, the only way. one that looked like and like he had actually kept up with his stuff in the offseason. I would have like done his homework. I would have kept all older quarterbacks out. There, there's no reason to risk that. I don't. I mean, say. he's 63 years old. He looks like he's 31. <laughs> he does. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and you know, there's no reason to risk putting. But it's this. It's this. You know, it's this catch 22. Everyone's like, well, he didn't get any reps in preseason. But if he goes out there and he gets hurt in preseason, what was he doing out there in preseason? Yeah, right. True. Yeah, you can't the, win either way. The Patriots looked last night like a team that is ready to win the Super Bowl, right? Playing well, I mean, against they, yeah, everyone else Pittsburgh should just team. pack it up. They just need one honest. more. It's over. They need yeah. one more humongous piece. If only they could just get one more guy. Oh, really? One yeah. more guy that just they're would missing come through. Something? One big superstar. Right. You know? Ben Roethlisberger if they're missing something this morning. <laughs> yeah, no he was living. Well, I just think that the Patriots finally have a chance to actually build a legacy from finally <laughs> this season. That's this is their shot. Everybody's yeah. rooting for him. I know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Did you guys feel because I guess we have a minute we can talk about the Antonio Brown situation. Did you guys feel that he is a mastermind genius? This, was, that yeah. this entire thing was planned out. This was the entire intention all along, right? 100%. 100%. This, was, this is collusion of one man's mind. <laughs> and it's worked. It worked because this is a rerun. I'm a Raider fan. Yeah. I watched this exact same episode set 10 years ago. He had the PTSD shakes <laughs> last night. He's like, He's on fire! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Being a Raider fan is an endless nightmare hellscape that I cannot escape. Don't worry, you're going to Vegas soon, so that's oh, fine. Good, 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 good. <laughs> um, go. We're talking to Swings and Misses, Jen Sturger and Cody Decker. They are at Radio.com. They have a sports program that airs 10 to 1 West Coast time, and we're catching up with you on the uh, weekend of football. We might as well talk uh, local here. Um, good start. Two wins. Absolutely. Yep. What are your thoughts? Let's start with the Rams first. One of them counted more than the other. <laughs> um, I thought the Rams looked pretty good. And, uh, you know, especially going across country over to Carolina, uh, they completely neutralized Cam Newton, which Cam looked completely ineffective against that defense. And He didn't uh, look ineffective in his post-game you know, like post interview. No, though. he looked like E.T. when he was dressed <laughs> as, a, as a girl. I thought he looked like a pirate. What the hell was he, he looked wearing? Like dark, he looked like Darkwing Duck. I love the way he dresses because oh, yeah. it's absurd. I'm pretty sure that hat had barbed wire barbed on it. <laughs> So weird. So what would good. he have worn had they won the game? Oh, oh my goodness, rose petals <laughs> <laughs> only. I mean, it was just, I, it was, it was a great look. But yeah, the Rams look great. Their their defense uh, really kind of neutralized Cam almost entirely. He was very ineffective throughout the entire game. I was really enjoying that uh, that Chargers game though because I, I hate the Chargers and I really was looking forward to them blowing that game. How can you right, hate the Chargers. You well, they played were... in San Diego. Oh, that's also why I hate the Chargers. <laughs> um, but no, it was just something about it was something about watching the Colts almost pull away with that victory. 
uh, that I was just so I excited. Don't know how how are a, they still in the run? I, I mean, have no idea. I figured losing your superstar would have you not even close. I yeah. thought this was going to be a 20-point bl- uh, blowout. But again, that speaks to it's we're still practically playing preseason right. football. Like yeah, That's true. what it felt like. No one's fully there. No. How many weeks does it take before we start feeling like, okay, everybody's in their rhythm? And- Week three, four yeah. is when you start panicking, I think, if your fantasy <laughs> team is doing poorly or you're, like, let's face it, everyone's office pool is done Yeah, I yeah. Mean, after this weekend. All my picks were t- awful. Excellent. Because, we were laughing good to have at you our in. picks. It's good to have you guys in. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. There were a couple we're of teams. the right show for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> there was a couple teams that I was so, like, I just got, I bought, I drank the Kool-Aid because Vegas odds were so Everyone behind them. Everyone drank the Kool-Aid on the Browns, though. And the so Bears. I, I don't feel good about that. I mean, the Browns. Why, why had the, I, I had the Browns for sure winning. I have them coming out the gate. Uh, what is what is wrong with that team? Why did it? Why they're they in Cleveland. Not... <laughs> do, you the think starts. do you think there's an actual curse where they actually do start to believe that there's no way they can win no matter what? Yeah. You do think that, yeah? yeah. I don't think that they think that they're going to lose. Really? I think they go in there optimistic. They, in the yeah. back of their mind, they know, look, we're just going to find a creative way. They're like, we're going to lose. At the end of the day, we're still Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we brought this up. We're like, is that whole city just cursed? Aside from the Cavaliers winning a few years ago, it's like... Come on. I mean, yeah. the Cleveland Indians haven't won a World Series since the 40s, and the Cavaliers stole one. And then you got the Browns, who only won when they moved to Baltimore. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, and they committed 18 penalties yesterday, too, by the way. So yeah. they were shooting themselves in the foot. All right, last question for you guys, and that is, is it true or was it an onion headline that multiple <laughs> players of the Miami Dolphins have requested to be traded after they lost by 50 points last night? 100% true. True. It's true. true. Yeah. They came out and said, please get me off this team? Do you guys ever remember that happening? No, because no. they, well, it's, I've never seen week one the entire team accusing the <laughs> management of uh, trying to tank. Keep in mind, you're the ones on the field yeah. losing yeah. Mm-hmm. by 50, but all oh, these guys are trying to make us finish in last place, and you're doing it well on your own. It felt mm-hmm. a lot like a major league storyline. We're like, she wants to move the team to Miami. Yeah. They're in Miami. Yeah. Where is she going to take them? Yeah. <laughs> well, there was a lot to chew on. Uh, any thoughts before we say goodbye on the Monday night games? Oh. <laughs> Um, your, ra- your Raiders, Raiders play are playing. Okay, here's the thing. I'm really excited about one you thing. You seem really optimistic. Let me oh, tell no, you we're going to lose by 40, but here's the deal. <laughs> Here, here's the deal. Uh, the Raiders that I am excited about after losing Antonio Brown is that they brought back Keelan Doss. And if you watched Hard Knocks, you couldn't help but root for this kid, Keelan Doss. And now that they brought him back uh, from the training, uh, from the uh, practice squad from Jacksonville, that's actually what I'm most looking forward to seeing. Says something about a Raiders fan most wow, excited yeah. about a practice squad player <laughs> who got brought yep. up when their superstar asked to be released. Yep. Good season ahead. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a great decade. I love these two. <laughs> a great decade, guys. Them. The uh, the show is really really fun. It's you so will good. enjoy it at uh, radio.com. You can stream it through your app from ten till one. It's called Swings and Misses. Jen Sturger, Cody. Depp. Thanks so much for stopping by. Really nice to meet you guys. Thanks for having oh, us. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. Thank you, guys. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q. Allie, what's happening? Guys, it's upon us. The seventh annual We Can Survive concert. It's brought to you by our uh, sister station here, 97.1 Amp Radio. It's going down to the iconic Hollywood Bowl on Saturday, October 19th. Would you like to hear the lineup? Sure. Because. <laughs> That's what the drum rolls for. Holy crap. Billie Eilish. Taylor Swift. Lizzo. Wow. Drum roll again. Much more. I've got more. Jonas Brothers. Camila Cabello. 
Marshmallow Becky G. What? 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 I think that, that's it. That's it. Uh, and that is that's enough. Enough. <laughs> Billie Eilish, Taylor Swift, Lizzo, Marshmallow, Camila Cabello, Jonas Brothers, Becky G. What? What? Weasel Zappa. Not Weasel. Name <laughs> um, Amy Winehouse. She will not be there. Um, and nope. Don't need more drum rolls. Two dollars from each ticket sold benefits breast cancer research. So Doctor Boogie. I feel like you're getting all that show and you're giving money to a good cause as well. Again, it is the seventh annual We Can Survive concert. It's going down on October 19th, which is a Saturday at the Hollywood Bowl. Tickets on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. You guys, but that lineup Dr. is... Dr. Boogie is not going to be there, though? That lineup is nuts. Yeah, that's a strong, that's it's a strong show right there. nuts. That's a strong show right there. I'd like to see that. I would like to see it. Guys, Taylor's going to be there. We, uh, oh, my God. Really? Yeah. We don't need the... Uh... Yeah, we got the drum roll. Uh, Billie Eilish. Lizzo. Jonas Brothers. Marshmallow. Camila Cabello. Bill Haley and his Comets. None of the Comets will be there. Bill Haley. Bill Haley? I don't know. Is he alive? Is he no. a few? No. Take it easy. Oh, my God. Know. How would I know that? Wow. He's been dead he since... <laughs> 75. That's why. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. Well, I'm sorry for bringing it no. up. <laughs> the disdain of well, someone who just... even knows who Bill Haley and the Comets are. I was just outraged that you would think he would still be alive. Bean <laughs> still hurts from his death. I do. How'd he die, Bean? Uh, he's old. I thought they were like a 50s group, no? Yes, they were a 50s group. Then why wouldn't they be alive? Because he's just not. <laughs> he, he was very he was young then. when he died. All right, he died at 55, you guys, oh, so he did God. die young. Oh, wow. <laughs> but sold over 60 million records worldwide. What was their big hit? Nope. Let's Rock keep around the clock. Oh, the Happy Day song? Well, <laughs> eventually, yes. That's cool. He also had See You Later, Alligator. After a while, Crocodile? Yeah, that was him. I used to say that as a kid. Shake, Rattle, and Roll, that was him, too. He's got okay. hits. His, Bill Hill was a star. Dead what, now. Yeah, what happened to the Comets? I don't... <laughs> wow. Uh, I, see the, I see they're out of time. How many Comets were there? I think there were four. Oh, one's alive, right? Possibly. Drama queen. Let's look that up and have a full report tomorrow. <laughs> some birthdays for you. Michael Buble, Michelle Williams, Hugh Grant, Constance Marie, Eric Stone Street, and Adam Sandler. And we heard a guy say today, today's the most popular day for birthdays. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and that's what's happening. The most common day of the but entire you said popular. calendar year because that's what the article said is the most popular day to be born. But that's dumb because no, okay. I mean, you wouldn't have written it that way, but that's the way they wrote it. Also, uh, lead guitarist of Billy Haley in his comments, Franny Beecher, died in 2014. Oh, oh no. so close. In a nursing home. So close. So. Thank you, Ellie and Jensen and Bean. On your drive home today, listen to the commercial-free 5 p.m. hour with Stryker and Klein, a random act of helpfulness. Be so cal helpful Honda dealers tomorrow morning. You nailed it, Kevin. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. People are dumb. Uh, one of the best comedians working today, Bill Burr, joins us in studio. I'm going to sit that one out. Nope, you got to be here. I'm not going <laughs> to. Our old friend <laughs> Gustavo Ariano will join us. Oh, great. And at 9 o'clock. William eight. F. Williamson was the steel guitar player for Bill Haley, and he passed away also in 1996. There was a steel guitar in that band? Well, they came out of country. Let's not get into it. 
And at 9 o'clock, a very special guest. Who? Not allowed to say any more than that. Casey and the Sunshine Band. <gasps> Are they alive? 9 o'clock tomorrow morning. You're going to want to listen. That's all I'm saying. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.